We're going to cue the music. Uh, just in a moment. Let's just make sure everything. Oh, I had to click OK on here first. And uh, then we have to actually see that we are. Um, all right, enough with the live jokes. We're live. We're just plain and simple live. We've outgrown the live, live, uh, whatever spelling joke it is. Uh, so we're just going to uh, uh, bring up the music and go. Well, I am glad I went to the trouble to make sure that I had... Uh, Winamp open in such a way that the right thing would play in the right Winamp player. And after I verified that, I double-clicked the file, and it opened up in the wrong Winamp player. So I, I don't know I, I, I don't know what my computer's thinking at this point. Hey, at least we heard the music. Yes, yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, it, it really doesn't matter if it goes in the wrong Winamp player. We're still going to hear it. It's just, it's just confusing to me. But we and are... this is a comedy show, so we just make it funny. <laughs> quick, quick laugh track, laugh track. Uh, I, I don't have a laugh track. Clap track, clap track. Okay. I, That's even funnier too. Yeah, I, uh, I, I have never um, needed a laugh track on this show, um, but one of these days I might. But uh, you are tuned into insert title here, and uh, we have been away for far too long. Has it weeks. been three weeks? It's been three weeks since we did this. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's uh, been been. On pins and needles, waiting for the show to start again. Oh yes, oh yes. I I have, and I've done some prep because we're going to be talking about. Uh, you, you you're going to want to tune in for hour two. We're well, going to want to stay tuned in for hour one, but you're also going to tune in for hour two because hour one we could talk about the serious you know stuff because you know Gators has grown professionally, and uh, you know we're going to talk about that and all the great things there. Uh, I'm sure Brian has grown. Well, well, you're doing the opposite of growing professionally because you're you're retired. So that's like doing the opposite of growing professionally. You're now unwinding. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's where the clock runs backwards. Yeah. Right, right. All exactly. that stuff that they train you about, you know, being professional, and and how to act in the workplace. You, you've just been unlearning all of that now. That's right. That's right. Because when you try to put the brakes on it. Because when you're retired, pants are optional. Well. <laughs> I forgot about that. I got pants today. Did I get that camera? Right and thank there? God for that. No, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, thank goodness. The camera went on me talking, so I think people missed your pants. So if you just want to show off your pants a little more, I've, I've now. Oh, okay. Oh, the okay. camera okay. is, okay. spotlight is on your pants. There they are. On the pants. There we go. And pants are on. Now, now the question is, does gators have pants? <laughs> Do we want to know the pay? Yeah, um, uh, you're in the point of your career where pants <laughs> are usually required. Well, well, yes, but I'm not at work right now, and 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 so the answer is no, no. I have shorts. Shorts, yeah, okay. No All right. socks. No socks. But uh, yeah, so th there we go. Uh, I I am wearing shorts and a Donkey Kong themed T-shirt. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, we, we've been That's away. Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's uh, totally uh, Donkey Kong on his lunch break. Oh, okay. I, I I couldn't quite make out the image, and yeah. then of course the microphone's yeah. right dab in the middle of the way. Yeah, go. I got it. Got it. 
yep. There's that monkey face. Yeah, monkey face eating a sandwich. Like you know, not don't not now. I'm on my lunch break, and he's here leaning up against the barrels. That's right. Yeah. But uh, no, anyways, should have should have a uh, uh, the the uh, union contract on his, uh, you know, his other hand there. Yeah. So I mean, I want something like that. Something like that. But uh, you know, so next hour will be the tech hour where we'll talk about uh, uh, the successes or failures of uh, taking the uh, the Raspberry Pi with me on vacation. Uh, also, talk about new toys that I purchased. Uh, in the video game collecting. So it's going to be video game uh, tech tech hour. And I'm sure Brian's been working on his pies too. So you're going to definitely want to stay through to the second hour. But the first hour, we get to talk about just what have we been doing while, we, while we've been away and what uh, perks come with the new job that Gators has started. Yeah, that's what we really want to know. That's what, you know, because, you know, because I'm sure you all care about the free shit that I get, you know? That, because that that it seriously impacts your lives, you know. Because what? Wait, wait. Uh, what's the coffee situation in Gator's life? People want to know this. Because uh, people what? People want to know this. You know what is? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. What is the current coffee situation? You know, because now now we know what the coffee situation was at Tharco, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the coffee situation there was is that, um, as far as I'm concerned, the coffee came straight out of the corrugator and i'm i'm thinking that there was some kind of a byproduct that came out in a sludge dark liquid form from the corrugator and and they're like well, well no we we can't d- dispose of this we we can't just you know throw it in barrels and uh, g- send it out into the bay uh so they they filled up the coffee pots with this stuff that's that's what i th- that's my theory that's a good theory that is a very good theory I don't know if it's true, but it's a good one. But but if the taste of what came I out thought of it pots, actually came out of the bay, but you might be right. <laughs> that could be. That could be the. Uh, well, well, here's here's um, it, it could be that people. Although it wasn't salty, so your theory actually is better than mine. Well, well, here here's the thing: if other people that made coffee were as good at it as I was, it, it might explain something because there was one morning. Where I was the first person to show up at the office, and I, I, you know, it must have been Susan's vacation, because I I go into the coffee right. room, and and the coffee pots are all lined up near the sink, and, uh, and and so I I had assumed that they were there because they had just been washed the, the day before. Because what what would you do at the end of the day? You'd wash the pots. And you'd leave them there for fresh coffee to be made the next morning. Because why would you leave unfresh coffee overnight? You know, that just makes no sense to me. So I was like, you know, here here they are, all the empty coffee pots. And plus, this is Gators before coffee. So clearly, I'm not going to think too much about this. So I took... Incidentally, for people to know, these were not just coffee pots that were on a warmer... These were big thermos uh, carafes, if you want to call it. Yeah. So it's got a thermal, a, a glass interior liner that was vacuum sealed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they were big. So when you'd fill it up, uh, you had a lot of coffee. R- right. And so there, but there was no warmer. So it could cool down. So 
uh, yeah, you wouldn't want to try something that was left overnight. And, and, and they're also not clear, so you're going by faith that they're empty if you don't turn them upside down. Right. Uh, so so I, I take – I open up the big pouches of, like, the, the um, byproduct uh, that came out of the um, – uh, corrugator that dried up. The sludge, yeah. Yeah, the sludge, and threw that into the filter and flipped the switch to start, you know, filling up the coffee uh, container with uh, fresh... I'm, I'm hoping that Mars is listening because he is a coffee hound. Yeah, you know, you know so, what? So, hey, Mars, if you're listening, great. If not, maybe you'll catch it on the rebound sometime. You, but... you, you ought to swing by, pick up Mars sometime, and then, you know, swing by Tharco and go to lunch with, with Nick. And while you're there, you can kind of, you know, come in with Mars and, and, and take him, you know, behind the scenes for a little sample of the coffee. Because I'm sure Mars would love a, uh, why would Mars pass up a free cup of coffee? And uh, that's we, true. That would be fun. Uh, we yeah. get to get Mars's review of Tharco Coffee. That uh, that right there. Right. That would that would be good, and that would be a good a good asset to the show. Yes, yes. We have to make this happen one of these days. Um, so, anyways, uh, and I decide while I'm at it, I'll make a pot of dark roast and and a pot of uh, not as dark roast, and, uh, and and I'm doing this, and at some point. It came to my attention that the pots were not um, emptied and cleaned the night before. Uh, and uh, actually, this may have even been a Monday. So it may have been, you know, weekend old coffee sitting in there. Because since the pots were not empty and since the machines are programmed to make enough coffee to th- make the thing come up to the top, at some point, coffee started spilleth overing the. <laughs> oh, so you had an extra measure. And, oh and, goodness! <laughs> and, there, and there's no off button on these things. That's right. That's right. Those things do not. They do not deviate from the program. No. So, so I had to grab like a, a, a couple of styrofoam bowls, and it was like you know, fill it up, dump in the sink, let it fill up, dump in the sink, grabbing paper towels in between while the bowls fill. And you know, I've got two bowls moving back and forth, and I'm just like you know, please, please don't let someone walk in right now. Because I would, you know, th- this story would be told to this day if anyone walked in it. But no one—that's right. The, the day, the day Johnny went cr- went crazy. Yeah, and at at, at at this point, I was so desperate for coffee that uh, once it finished, I, I I closed the lid on the on, on the thing. I I, I filled my mug with coffee <laughs> and, and uh, sucked it back. And you know what? I couldn't taste the difference. <laughs> now that's really bad because who knows what could have been in there you know <laughs> and not only that i left it there i let that was that morning's pot of coffee <laughs> other people that's excellent <laughs> that is excellent no one complained <laughs> yeah waste not want not right you so, didn't waste that coffee you and let I, it be served up and i and no one wanted that coffee <laughs> But that That's is hilarious. that is the quality of the coffee that uh, when when you made a new batch that consisted half of yeah. old coffee from the Friday before, no one noticed the difference. Right, right, right. But what, in fact, was it hot? Uh, well, uh, the, the the coffee I had uh, the, the pot was or, less or than warmed, half full. Shall we say warmed? Uh, let's just say there was like a quarter of a pot, yeah. 
eighth, an eighth yeah. to a quarter of a pot of coffee in there. So hot coffee going into there, it was still hot. I mean, if you went into the coffee room and, and you know, get off some coffee that had been sitting there for, say, an hour, you're immediately going to the microwave to zap that cup of coffee to warm it up again. Yeah. I mean, that was just a given. Yeah, I pretty much always threw it in the microwave for a bit. Uh, so anyways. Yeah, 20 seconds or whatever, yeah. So that was the coffee situation at Tharco. We all know about that. And then the coffee situation at Analog was, you know, they have a Starbucks coffee at the cafeteria that they charge you a buck and a quarter for a medium or a dollar fifty for a large. Um, and, uh, you know. If, and was this a human intervention that made the coffee? Um, so there was a person in the cafeteria that made it? Yeah, there was staff in the cafeteria. As opposed to a machine. I mean, uh, Tharco also had machines. In you know in the in that in that uh, place right. with the candy machines and whatever, and there was a coffee machine. Right. And that was also bad. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, all coffee comes from a machine of some sort, and people make the. Uh, well, this was but, you put it in the quarters, and then the machine would make it. Wait, Tharco had a machine that took money yeah. for coffee. Yeah, the vending machines in the back. Of course, it's absurd. Oh, in the back. But yeah, they did. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I never in touched those machines. The old cafeteria area. Oh, that yeah, yeah. area. That area. I never touched those yeah. machines. I uh, Was yeah. that coffee any better than the free coffee? No, 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 no. It was it was also lousy. There were some other choices that the machine offered, but uh, uh, hot chocolate. Uh-huh. I don't remember if you could do a mocha coffee or not. I you know, see. A little bit of chocolate in with it, but. Yeah, it was not good either. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Well, well, no, this is uh, people make the coffee and they they ring you up for it. And, uh, yeah, paying more than a dollar for a cup of coffee is kind of, you know, ridiculous. But uh, that's how. Yeah, uh, but I mean, the flip, side, the flip side, though, is when Nick hired on, you know, he was there briefly drinking the crap that was in the free coffee room. Right. And then he decided to bring in a Keurig machine. Yeah. So he had a Keurig machine at his desk. And I thought, well, let's see. I've been drinking that mud for about 10 years. And I says, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to chip in and buy the K-Cups for Nick's Keurig machine. You know, go 50-50 or whatever it is and uh, partake of the of the uh, nectar of the gods. And I wanted to kind of check out that technology anyway. Why not? Yeah, and it was easy because you just take two steps, put the cup in there, you you your mug underneath, fill it with water. Yeah, you, you know what though, I, I was always trying to minimize the amount of time I was hanging out in Nick's cube though. So I, I, <laughs> I there was there was well, he would kind of give you the imp- uh, give you the look that you were kind of intruding on a space. Yeah, I felt funny about intruding on a space, even yeah. though he was always welcoming me to use his machine. I was like, right. nah, I, but I gotta, I gotta come into your space, you know. And I, 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 I he's the type of guy that you just don't want to intrude on his space. Well, and the, there was another issue as well. He he would invite everybody. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, and then. I think there was an expectation that that you would somehow contribute to you, you, you the know expense. what I, I, I posted and, and that wasn't really worked out. 
yeah, and, and and I never wanted to do it enough to uh, contribute to expense, and so I just uh, yeah. you know I, I I tried a free cup, and the thing is the machine never filled up the mug all the way. Um, but yeah. you know I did share this link on my uh, Facebook page, and uh, our, our good friend Neil uh, is friends with me on Facebook, so there, there's a chance he could be listening right now. So why don't we say howdy and not talk about Hi, it, Neil? <laughs> Because he hates being talked about, and uh, right, right. <laughs> of course, now we're calling him Neil suddenly, and uh, you know we're not talking about it, you, dude. It, it, you know, <laughs> funny situation. I recently had to buy a new phone, and uh, of course he's at work until six, so I don't think there's a problem. Oh, good. That's right. It's earlier there. I, I had to buy a new phone recently, and uh, yeah. Well, why don't you give us that story? Well, we'll get there. Did you get my text with my new number? Yes, and that was very confusing at first because I had never seen a multi-participant text message before. Because I look at the thing, you didn't put the phone number in there. You assumed that you would see phone number from. So you're looking at the longness of numbers like, which one is his? <laughs> the one that says, this is Jonathan Guitars. <laughs> no, it didn't say that. I, no, you did scroll down to the bottom, and you kind of figured, yeah, that's the one. I because I, I didn't have your number yet, so it wouldn't say Jonathan Guitars. No, well, no, but but my message, I, I typed in literally, "Hi, this is Jonathan Guitars." Right, 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 right. But there wasn't a number associated directly with that, except at the weed on bottom of the list. You go, oh yeah, that's the number. It doesn't show what is. number typed out the message. Within the message, no, there was no number within the message. But, None. But it should say what number it came from. Off to the side with the list of all the other phone numbers. Okay. Well, yes. See, see, here's another <laughs> reason. Hilarious. This is another reason why I hate texting them because it should be fucking clear. What the source is? I should have to exactly. type. I thought it would be redundant exactly. if I now, typed now, out the on number. Some people's phones, it might have been clearer, but at least on the iPhone, it was totally unclear. Uh, okay. Except when you scroll down and you look at it, and carefully, carefully, you know, it wasn't like it's from this number. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. It was the bottom of the list, and it was kind of that's weird. I, I think you had to use mental telepathy on the device to kind of go. Is this the one? And it would say, yes, this is the one. All right. So, And, of course, if you right-click and said save to contacts, then it would grab the right number. So, you know, so it was cool. All right. Well, it, it, you know what? I've gotten texts from people that I – because I decided, you know what? I need to tell people my new number. So it's like, who do I want to know my new number? Brian, Nick, my dad, my sister, my other sister, my brother, Emily – and Tharco help desk at by Fong. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and, and so is I, she using that number, by the way, because uh, my phone, it said Tar Tharco help desk. So you know, that's <laughs> how it was in my contact <laughs> list. So that is great. That is fucking hilarious that my Fong is, is listed as Tharco help desk in your phone. Well, but that's that phone number that got been, been moved around. So. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't put the phone number for the help desk. I put the, my Fong's cell number. That's her direct cell number. But it was at one time the Tharco help desk cell number. Oh, I. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, yeah. that's that's probably a long time ago. 
Yeah, probably. Oh, that's right, because I had what what Dan's cell number, right? Correct. And and and, and that's probably still in your phone, is Dan's cell. But I, no, I changed that number to you. I'm pretty sure. And, and, and that that number's changed your name on it. That number's so. been long retired now. That, did that number? Yeah, end? right, right. You, you, actually, I almost said out loud what that number ends with because at some point we were all told to set passwords on our phones uh, and just use the last four digits of the number. And even though I've changed numbers quite a few times now, I still use those four digits as my phone. <laughs> 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 you know, when you got a good number, you know, actually on Facebook, I have a uh, a Facebook page. There's a Facebook page I follow that is people that graduated from my high school. Right. You know, so most of the people are my age, you know, old farts. Yeah. Or fartettes, whatever yeah. it is. Okay. And one of the threads on there that that keeps popping up now and then because people start adding to it again. You know, that's how Facebook works. You know, if it's inactive, it kind of gets lost. If someone sees it somewhere along the line and adds to it, then it starts popping up, and then it pops up like crazy. And it's a number of, what was your phone number when you were growing up? <laughs> you know, it's like, and, and a couple of times I have posted, oh, man, this is great. This is identity theft media because those were perfect passwords because you never freaking forget them. Right. I mean, who doesn't remember you know, I mean, especially, I mean, nowadays you don't know your own phone number because you don't use it, right? Right, right. You know, but a lot of but I know my, I know our phone number in Hillsborough, and it starts with a 908 359, and I, I'll, I'll just leave the last four out of there because who knows right, who right, has right. that now. And, and, but you always remember that one when you were a kid. Yeah. Because you always gave that out. Yeah. I mean, you know, so everybody, you know, these people are posting their phone number from when they were a kid. It was like, those are perfect identity numbers, you know, password numbers. Perfect. Yeah. Because you remember it. And they even remember, you know, when I was younger, way younger, instead of 242, it was CH2. So they had the letters rather than the, the numbers. Right. For, for, or, and sometimes it would be the word. The word was chapel in my prefix. Yeah. So it was chapel to blah, 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 blah. So, you know, so people were, were right. throwing those out as well. Yeah, like, and, you know, uh, like, the, like the song, and my number is Beachwood 4578. Exactly. <laughs> That's where it comes from. There you go. Someplace in the mid-60s, they kind of dropped those letters and said, well, really, those are these numbers, so just use those numbers. Just, just use the Who needs these you know? fucking letters? Right. Speaking of letters and numbers. Um, you know, there are some people that don't understand that you need to use your air code most of the time now right you may and, well. and I, I and i really laugh when i see a business post their phone number and they don't include the fucking area code hey stupid get with the new century you need all those it, damn digits exactly and speaking of numbers and letters and it, why do we still make pennies god damn it and speaking <laughs> of letters and numbers if you wanted to call in you could actually reach us at uh beachwood four five no uh Nine eight four six NHB radio. That's nine eight four six six four two seven two three. You could also uh, write in through AIM or Skype at NHB Live. Uh, you could tweet us at NHB Radio. You could tweet me direct directly at Johnny Gators. Um, so there you go. Uh, plenty of ways you uh, out there right now can interact with the show. Um, so back to my phone. So I send this mass text out to 
all these people basically going, hey, here's the dumbass thing I did, and I have a new phone now. And uh, the thing is, is that I my, my phone did not come with an international plan. So Emily did not receive uh, that text. Oh. But you know who does have an international plan? Uh, Nick. Who? Nick has an international plan. Oh, he does. So I um, sent a message. Uh, when I, next time I talked to Emily, I said, hey, did you get my text with my new number? And she goes, oh, is that what that was? You scared the crap out of me. I'm like, what do you mean? I just said, hey, it's me. This is my new number. And she said, no, you just said, okay, thanks. I was like, oh, no, that's Nick's number. <laughs> Don't call that. <laughs> see? See? Yeah, the texting is just not that clear. So Nick sent the, the, the thanks, and it went to everyone. <laughs> you know, so when you reply, so I sent out this mass text, which resulted in people, I guess the default is reply all. I guess that's how it works. It's like, you know, that person that actually hits reply yeah, all the I, email. Yeah, I didn't respond to it, so I don't know what it was going to do, and I was kind of afraid of that. You know, Am I just going to tell everybody, hey? Well, you know, then Emily would have had your number, too. Yeah, right, right. And then she would have been freaked out that uh, two people from the United States, she has no idea who they are or whose numbers these are. Or, uh, right. yeah, yeah, so that's hilarious. That's, uh, yeah. So I had to explain, no, 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 that's just Nick. Uh, don't don't worry yeah. about him. Um, At least with email, of course, if you have an email address for these people, you can send it out and blind copy everybody so nobody's a wiser that uh, – Yeah. That it wasn't a personal deal. Email works far better than the, the way texting has been set up to work. I hate texting, right. and this just gives me another reason to hate texting. But how did I get in this situation? Well, actually, there's a, a prelude to the story, which at first uh, we like, need a drum roll. We 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 uh, yeah, we need something. We need uh, what do we need here? Uh, let's see. Um, There you go. So here, here's what happened. Well, it all started. Um, so Sorry, that was a symbol I added. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 well, well um, I, I, here we go. There you go. <laughs> the, the comic one. Yes. <laughs> so I use my phone as my alarm clock because my real alarm clock uh, is is loud. And, 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 and is, I don't know. Well, when I started, you know, sharing a bed with Kristen, she was using her phone as an alarm clock. And then, like, when I started breaking out my alarm clock, I, I noticed that we, we had very different. Uh, but anyways, I've been using my phone as my alarm clock. And I don't keep an alarm clock within arm's reach when I'm sleeping. And so I um, start charging the phone. And the, the, the height of the cord and the power strip is such, is such that the phone rested nicely on the windowsill, but not on the TV table. And this was fine when I started doing this because you know, I started doing this when it was kind of cold and the windows closed. And uh, lately it got warm and the windows open. And I've not been, like, you know, keeping track of the weather. So one night I plug in the phone, put it on the windowsill, and, uh, you know, dry as can be outside. And I fall asleep and a huge fucking storm rolls in while I'm sleeping. And I wake up and the storm's gone. And I woke up nice and relaxed the sun was shining, birds were chirping, and I woke up and immediately knew, uh-oh, this is not good. 
because this is not how Gators wakes up. You know, and but it was okay because it was my last week working. Yeah, because normally you get up at the crack of dawn, right? <laughs> yeah, normally you're, my... you're up there. You're up to wake up the roosters, and right? This is okay because this is the last week I'm working at Analog, so who fucking cares? Uh, you know, so I go and look at my phone. Oh, so this was a work day. Yeah, and and my th- this happened a while ago. I, I may have already told this yeah. story. Um, but but basically, no. my phone got rained on so bad. Uh, that it, it was no longer on and uh so you know I, I i did the whole bag of rice thing and all that and, and and the phone didn't come back so i went phone shopping at the mall and you know start doing comp shopping you know writing down what the plans are who's gonna re you know who will reimburse me who won't what's the monthly cost all this blah 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 and i saw a uh, fix your phone store. So I, I popped in there. And they say, yeah, we, we look. We look. We'll let you know. Come back in 20 minutes. And um, they were able to fix my phone. And so I was like, oh, great. This saves me money. 40 bucks. Phone's fixed. There we go. And I don't have to buy a phone now. And the way I, I, I figured it, the, the penalty for canceling my contract early goes down 15 bucks every month. So if I get three months out of this $40 phone repair... It's paid for itself. Uh, unfortunately, um, that didn't happen. Um, so I went to the beach for a week for vacation. And down in Jersey? Down in Jersey. Yeah, cool. And uh, I, I, I get in the ocean, and it's, it's a little chilly. Uh, you know, there's that moment where, uh, you know, the water is, you know, you put your feet in, your ankles are kind of a little sore, and then you lose the feeling in your ankles, and okay, that's cool. You take a few more steps in, and woo, your legs are all chilly, and then you stop feeling them. You take a few more steps in, and woohoo! Uh, yeah. When it hits the waistline, that'll... Your knees, uh, your knees. Yeah. Your knees first. <laughs> yeah, that'll wake you up. You're talking about your knees, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the knees. Right, right. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. The, the sensitive knees <laughs> so at some point i worked my way all the way in a nice cold refreshing swim and it was great and i'm having a good old time and i'm swimming around and uh at some point my hand brushes up against my pocket and what do i feel in my pocket <laughs> my, a gun my phone <laughs> <laughs> oh crap man swimming with the phone yeah so so I took that uh, phone that I spent $40 to repair from one bonehead move, and I submerged it and soaked it thoroughly in salt water, the worst kind of water for a phone. And uh, so... Well, I mean, you look at this one. Okay, so how long between the rain incident and the beach incident? A week. A week. Okay. Yeah. Think of it this way. Aren't you glad he didn't already have the new phone? That is exactly the way I thought of it. That it's forty dollars. Like, damn, my old phone. My 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 first got drenched. Oh oh crap. My first thought was, well, that's forty dollars well spent. And then my second thought was, that is forty dollars well spent because that is forty dollars exactly. that kept me from destroying a brand new phone. 
Right. Better than the $400 phone or whatever, yeah. Right. So I, I, I make my way out of the ocean because now, now Gothard was was hanging out <laughs> down there uh, for a few days too, chilling yeah. with us down the shore. And and he was not able to quite get past the whole uh, waste uh, area when uh, going in. So he was just kind of keeping it, getting his feet wet watching me have a good old time. So I work my way out. I, I approach him. So, I go, so he has difficult with his knees getting cold. Yeah. He, he was not feeling it in the knees. That was not happening uh so i got out and i said i did something really stupid and he kind of looks at me like huh and i reached in my pocket and i go hey i got a phone call for you <laughs> <laughs> squirt <laughs> and i think everyone within earshot was trying to suppress their laughter at that moment <laughs> at this dumbass that just pulled a cell phone out of his wet bathing suit pocket well, you should just say, feel free to laugh, and then just take a bow. Yeah. What the hell, yeah. Right? So anyways, the thing is, is that as a kid, I remember any time I ha- bought a bathing suit or had a bathing suit, I didn't buy bathing suits. My parents bought bathing suits. When I was a kid, I always wondered, how come they don't make bathing suits with pockets? And so I, I found it rather nifty that this bathing suit had a pocket in it. Um, yeah. And-, and now I'm learning, no... I don't like this whole bathing suit with the pocket thing. I don't you uh, like those those little tiny pockets in in some of these bathing suits that yeah. are on the inside. Oh yeah, those are. You, know, you have to go. I'm going to go scratch my balls. I mean my knees. Yeah. And uh, you get the pocket out that it's it's useless. You know what? You can fit a quarter in there. Speaking of things that you put in your bathing suit, uh, here here's uh, a situation. The uh, this bathing suit I've had for you know maybe five years now or whatever. And, and here's the thing I know about buying a bathing suit is, you know what? I haven't bought a bathing suit in some years, so I don't know what they're doing now. But I base my bathing suit purchase on one thing and one thing only or primarily. And that is the style of lining that is used in the bathing suit. Okay. And, and this is because at, at some point someone came up with this great idea. You, you, you know, this whole lining thing. Why don't we make it a nice uh, mesh style that is kind of rough? Because that's a great idea. Because that's exactly what you want rubbing up against your knees. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so so I, I, I had this bathing suit that someone bought for me after this transition to a rough mesh style came into fashion. And, and, and that week was a, not a pleasant vacation because, you know, day two of vacation – uh, I, I, I had a problem with a soreness on the tip of my knee. and uh, it, Yes, on the knees, yes. And that was an awkward conversation. Hey, uh, Dad, I got a problem in my bathing suit. Uh, what What's that? Um, well, you know, uh, this, this mesh here is kind of a rough and, you know, the sensitive areas and, you know, the roughness. And I've got this, you know, kind of like, you know, redness. I've color. got a rash on my kneecap. And, and, and my dad goes, are you trying to say your bathing suit's chafing you? Uh, uh, chafing okay yes yes why didn't you just say that because i don't know the word chafing but it was probably he was probably having fun watch you search for that word yeah oh yeah he was having a great time <laughs> and uh so i i i, I, I the next day so my dad suggested well why don't you put a little vaseline on your knee cap and uh, see if that uh, and, and that didn't help me any. I don't know what the, but I, I guess he thought uh, you know uh, putting a protective barrier on my kneecap uh, to to keep the, uh, but that that seemed to do me no good. 
But at that point, I was already, you know, rubbed raw on the kneecap. <laughs> so so I, the next day, I went to the bathing suit store. I went and looked through every damn bathing suit on that rack. Someone is going to be catching with us and laughing their ass off. Uh, hello there, caller. Uh, oh, stupid. Uh, 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 Yes, we're here. Venison, how's your kneecap doing? Right now, I am pointing at you <laughs> so that I can do this. <laughs> Is that for the phone or for the chafing? Okay, well. We'll call it, we'll, we'll lump them both together. <laughs> okay. All right. As long as we got that yeah. clear. Uh, pr- probably good that we don't get that into the YouTube feed, right? R- right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyways, that, that is now what I based my bathing suit purchases on. I just look at the lining and rough mesh, put it down, move on to the next one. And and uh, that is, uh, I will never, never wear a rough mesh style bathing suit again. <laughs> and and my knees thank me for that. Have poor yeah. fashion choices to boot. <laughs> <laughs> Damn man, even I selected a nice soft inner lining. Yeah, well, I you know, I I didn't pick this bathing suit. This bathing suit, you know, I I think my mom did the clothes shopping, and and and, and somehow this thought didn't come to her mind that well, gee, this might be a little rough against sensitive skin. You know, I, I, I right. <laughs> well, guys are tough, you know. Well, well, uh, except for on those parts. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the knees but are very she, sensitive. Yeah, yeah. They, she was singing, "I'm gonna teach him a lesson." <laughs> Well, the, the the worst part, the worst part was the next day, after doing some swimming in the in the ocean before I bought a replacement bathing suit. When we're trying out the Vaseline plan, but my my dad wants to kind of follow up to see how this plan is working for me, and he so he asks me, quote, so, how's hot dog Johnny doing? <laughs> That's great. Uh Vaseline plan. Yeah, I won't he, ask. No, he, he suggested that if I put a little Vaseline on the tip of my uh, kneecap, this would form a protective barrier against the rough mesh of the bathing suit. <laughs> and, and, and then later on, he asks me, "So, how's Willy Wonka doing?" <laughs> oh, he's not going to let up, huh? No, 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 he's not. He's he's going for all the. Uh, oh, perfect. <laughs> Fortunately, he didn't continue on with, how's your penis doing? <laughs> right. Which would be a weird thing to call your kneecap. See, the thing is, you can confide those things to your dad, <laughs> you know, when you're 12. Yeah. But, you know, after about maybe 13, you should be thinking about other directions. You yeah, know? yeah. So there, there we go. So that was... Uh, maybe I can Google that. Right? Maybe, maybe this was before Google. Well, yeah, that's true. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We 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 may have to dial up and uh, you know welcome. You've got mail right. and 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 find a uh, you know right a, right a, 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 AOL. CompuServe used to be the fount of all information 
you know, back in the day. I, I wonder if CompuServe had information about uh, how to deal with a um, uh, soreness on the tip from your bathing suit. I, I don't know. I had not searched for that. There was definitely uh, some forums that were beyond what you would normally think. Hmm. You, you, you know what? I, I, the problem is you start searching for anything related to the penis, you're going to find a porn about it. Well, true. I mean, that's true. I mean, it is a, t a difficult topic to search right 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 you know because there are people that are because in, in a way it is a little you don't think so but it's a little bit ambiguous unlike pokemon go it's very specific pokemon go yes th this is the thing this is the latest craze that is causing people to get into car accidents right uh, yes oh uh, and and a guy lost his job in singapore uh Australian man was in Singapore, and I guess he wanted to do Pokemon Go in the worst way, and he just kind of went off the deep end, uh, yelling that uh, that the locals weren't doing Pokemon uh, Go, and you just don't do that in Singapore. And it was just a really nasty. Uh, I think it was a Facebook post, and uh, his employer was embarrassed and fired the guy. And in Singapore, if your if your job visa no longer includes a job, they just put you on the plane back. So I I bet he's already in Australia. Well, it, it, you know, if he doesn't have to face a fine and a trial and jail and caning first. Well, well yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, if, if they just sit him on a plane and send him back, that's you know about the, the, the that's not that bad for how things can go in Singapore. You know, they they could, right, yeah. right. get fired from your job and you get tortured. Uh, well, you know, there is not torture. It's uh, it's uh, it, uh it's, it's selective improvement. So <laughs> selective improvement. And they only do they hey, and when they if you get sentenced to caning. I think you only get three or four uh, strokes. Oh, oh, you know, not in, like in Saudi Arabia, you can get a thousand strokes. Oh, oh three or four, sign me up with I, a whip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they whip you until they bleed. Okay, that time he got three. Uh, let you heal up, and then they do some more until they reach that magic number of a thousand or whatever. Uh, yeah, oh, there's... there's a mecca for the bondage people. Yeah. I, I remember reading an article back when uh, what's his face got uh, the caning uh, in, in in Singapore that made all the news. Uh, yeah, I, I read a news article uh, out of one of those tabloid papers, which I'm sure was a, a reputable, reliable source of uh, accurate information. That supposedly people right. were uh, traveling to Singapore specifically uh, for the purpose of, uh, of caning. And you know they of getting caned, and 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 and, <laughs> and 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 they were disappointed at how lenient they were being. Like you know, I went there, I spit on the sidewalk. They let me off of the warning the first time. What the what the fuck's up with this? You know, <laughs> hit me with a stick, damn it! Right. right. <laughs> how hard? Well, I, I think I, I think oh. I think they do prefer the jail time and the the monetary fine. Right. You know so. Yeah, but uh, so so there you go. Um, so so yeah, so that is what happened to uh, my phone. Took it for a nice uh, refreshing swim. 
Uh, and and did it appreciate it? No, no, it did not. It, uh, it you know what? If I plug it in to the power, it vibrates. If I hold on the, down the power button, uh, a, a, a spattering of white pixels do light up, uh, and that's about all it does. <laughs> so you didn't try the rice treatment again? Uh, no. Well, I did some re- research on that, and uh, people that actually test it to find out whether or not this actually is effective found that uh, putting your phone in the bag of rice for a few days is as effective as letting it sit on a shelf for a few days. Uh, so it, the, the rice really isn't uh, right. doing anything. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to is that, you know, there's people that have done it and have been successful, you know, rave about it. And you can't tell them, you know, no, that's anecdotal. I mean, you can't because they're total believers now. It, it, you it know what I'm saying? After all. Yeah, but, absolutely. But speaking of phones, so being that, you know. I, I, I got the cheapest phone I could get. Um, you know, I signed up uh, with uh, Metro PCS, which is the cheapest uh, provider for phone service. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I got the phone for 50 bucks, and uh, <coughs> I, I got the unlimited data plan for $60 a month. That includes tax. And uh, so the phone doesn't have that much space. So um, I decided to go online and buy a few micro SD cards. And so I go to Amazon and I look for 128 gig micro SD cards with the cheapest price tag on them. And I find a $30, 128 gig micro SD card. And uh, I order two of them and two of these show up in uh, the mail. And I slap the micro SD card into the adapter. I slap the adapter into my USB adapter. I hook up to my computer. I start dragging and dropping files onto the card uh, because I wanted to kind of put a bit of music on my phone so that way i'd have a nice music library available to me on my phone while i'm you know chilling on the train and um i'm doing this a few times and i start running into problems and a bunch of files just suddenly disappear off the card and so i i reformat the card i try it again and it happens again and so i'm like well this card fucking sucks it's defective so i you know file a claim for a return and I move on to the second card. Uh, I copy my files onto the second card. Same thing happens. Well, that's odd. And so I start reading the reviews. And this is something I was not familiar with, but it makes sense. There is a total scam out there when it comes to SD cards. There are um, dishonest, unethical people out there in the world. Really? And appara- oh, really? And appara- Never knew that. And, and apparently some of these people based out of China will take uh, cheap, uh, low-capacity micro SD cards that will only hold like 8 or 16 gig, hack them, and change the information on them so that a computer will think that they'll hold 128 gigs. And you put it in your computer, and it shows 128 gigs available. And you copy data on them, and it works fine for the first 8 or 16 gig. And so you could put one of these things in your phone, take pictures, and store pictures on the card, and it's working fine. And you think, oh, my God, this is great, and look at all that room I have. And then all of a sudden, you go to save uh, something where you cannot because there is not room there that your device thinks there is. And that's when things take a turn for... Uh, the wor- now, luckily, I tried to just put a bunch of stuff on it right out of the box and discovered uh, quite uh, so you, early on. So you, you went in and formatted the card, and format said, yeah, it's got 128 gigs. Yes. 
So they've got something in the boot record that's lying to the formatting routine. Yes. Because the formatting routine has to look at that and believe that it's correct. There's probably software I could use to yeah, fix that, the car back fix. to its original state. Right. That would really, truly direct, detect and fix it. Yeah. Right, right. Now, now I've read because there are things out there. You do a little googling for like you know fake SD cards. You'll find literature that goes into more. Now, is there a uh, brand name that on what you got? Oh no, this was. Uh, here's the thing, and you could go ahead and point and laugh. This is a cheapo, no name brand, cheap thing. So yeah, big surprise. It turned out to be <laughs> garbage, but it goes right. deeper than this. So my if thought was out of China. You got a problem. So my thought. Well, I mean, most most SD cards are currently made in China, right? Brand name or not, and even if you do get a good brand name, you can still get a knockoff. Well, that's the thing because my my thought you know, like was SanDisk has a website that shows you this is what the real card looks like. This is a fake. Right. Sorry, go ahead. And, and that's where it you know, goes deeper than this because, you know, my thought was, well, seriously, right, I went and bought a cheapo no-name knockoff thing and I got a product that was fake. Now, now you'd expect, you know, that is still fraud, but okay, now I know don't buy, buy name brand and also be wary of who you're buying from. So I go and I look yeah. up name brand stuff on Amazon's page and there's a, you know, PNY 128 gig micro SD card. Right. And I noticed 20% of the reviews for the PNY 128-gig microSD card, 20% are one-star reviews that are reporting a fake product. And here's the thing where it's like, well, what is Amazon going to do to start, like, you know, monitoring their sellers on their site? Because, yeah, you can report a seller, but clearly Amazon's not getting this problem under control when 20%... You know, in case... You know, in uh, eBay, we were talking about this before, in eBay, they lean toward the seller, or I'm sorry, to the, buyer. the buyer, so that you don't get screwed by the buyer. On Amazon, it's the opposite. They lean toward the seller and give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, the thing is... is but the other thing that I find very bad is sometimes you'll see a listing for a product, and you see like half the products are, this sucks... And then half are great, and, a, and, and a, it's like uh, it what? To me, think to me that some of that they're selling are good, and some of them are crap. So you know you're getting you're getting mixed reviews because they're not getting even though it's the same skew. You're not. It's not the, the same, same thing. Yeah. Right. But and that can even be from Amazon, it. not a third party. Right. It, because the thing is, is so I went on there and I see this, and and first, and the thing is, is to, to, to be fair, if if you have a problem with a product, Amazon will make sure you get refunded, and and uh, yeah. that. But but the thing is, is that that doesn't really solve the problem because you still need your product, and you, now you don't have what you need, and if something's time sensitive, you're right. put in a bind. You got to deal with a hassle. You got to deal with packing this up and returning right. it, and the expenses that come with that. And even if they do give you a shipping right. label to pay for the shipping, you still got to buy an envelope to put it in. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're or out. a box or whatever, and right. take the time to go and drop it in the box. Right. Or schedule from them to pick it up or whatever. Yeah, bullshit. it's a hassle. It's a fucking hassle yeah. to deal with this bullshit. And, and sometimes it's, it's just still a big band of freaking mortar. 
So my thought was, okay. Well, right. Or, or you kind of go, well, let's see. Do I get that treatment from, say, like New Egg for technology right. know, products? So, so I, and I'm reading the reviews, and PNY actually went on the Amazon site and started replying to all the one-star reviews going, you know, hey, be sure you check our, our website for a list of uh, trusted sellers or verified sellers. And don't, you know, if you want to buy our product, right. buy it from our list of verified sellers, to which at least one person responded back, I bought it directly from Amazon.com. Are you saying that, like, it came from an Amazon warehouse, I bought it from Amazon, I'd buy it from a third-party uh, seller. So even Amazon supplies right. is yeah, getting infiltrated right. with tainted product. So I, that's right. I've come yeah. to this conclusion that, there is no I, I can find no way to buy an SD card from Amazon and have any idea what is going to show up in my mailbox. Uh, yeah. So I took a drive out to Best Buy yesterday and bought an SD right. micro SD card there and I tested it and it, it works fine. So right. yeah, that, was, that was my first. And you kind of go, damn it, I wish I did this first. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, but, you know, there you go. So and yeah, it cost me fifty bucks, but you you know what? That's that's not that bad for a hundred twenty eight gig micro SD card. Well, you kind of got to go. Okay, if I look at you know this size SD card from multiple sources, there should be a price range. Not exactly price fixing, although in some cases I think it might be. So if you see something that's significantly less than, hey, guess what? You're not actually getting what you think. Yeah. So yeah, you really it, it, the twenty dollar or thir- twenty to thirty dollar uh, one twenty eight gig micro SD card. You're you're probably not going to get what you're you're expecting at right. that price range. So yeah, that was. But but the thing that got me was that this go this has been going on for over a year. I mean, I, I look at the dates on these reviews while I'm digging into this and uncovering this. Yeah. And this goes back to over a year. And my thought is, well, what the hell, what the fuck is Amazon doing about this? Because, I mean, yeah. I, I think Amazon should be concerned that r- right now, with a little bit of research, I- I've come to the conclusion that there is no way I can um, buy a micro SD card off of Amazon and have any confidence that what's going to show up right. is what I want. And so at this point, they've lost any um, sales uh, of SD You know, in fact, it was kind of interesting. I was talking to a person this weekend. I kind of go, we we were talking about Sears Roebuck. And we kind of go, what the heck happened to Sears Roebuck? They were already in the mail order catalog business. They should have, you know, the day Amazon came out, they should have said, oh, we need to be doing this and popped right into it. Yeah. And taken over. I mean, they had they already had that market for years. They've been kind of drifting away from it, but they should have recognized that it's back. Boom. Full business with the Internet being their their front they face. They had the catalog. All they, they had to totally do is blow it. To yeah, they scan totally the blow pages it. in, turn it into a website. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean you could go back 100 years and Sears Roebuck is where a lot of people got their stuff. You could even buy a house from Sears back then. And the house would come in a you know in a box of box of sticks, yeah, you know. They didn't but, have an adult section. Was that so? They didn't even have an adult section. Walgreens does, right? So, 
Funniest so, thing ever. But anyways, you know what? I realize we've completely got off the topic of uh, I was explaining the coffee because um, what's the current coffee situation? This is a very roundabout way of getting the coffee. Um, <laughs> so I, what is the current deal about coffee? Well, so I work at I, I, last week was my first week in the new job. And, yep. I, I, you know, now I was kind of just playing it cool, not asking a lot of questions. Just, you know, try to look busy, fit in, figure out what's going on. By the way, I, I hate to interrupt you, but is it okay on the YouTube stream that we can see your kneecap? That's okay. <laughs> let, 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 let me ask you, since you're looking at it, are you okay yeah, yeah. with seeing my kneecap? <laughs> I'm totally okay, but I think it's funny. <laughs> uh, just to be clear, he literally means my kneecap. I, yes, we yes, were using yes, yes. kneecap as code. not related to the prior conversation. Uh, well, you know, I I like to put a leg up uh, sometimes on my desk here, yeah. kick back, relax. Yeah. You know, that is a toe. Totally. Just to be clear, yeah. that peeking out of the bottom there was a toe. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's right. Uh-huh. And a second there, he had actually two kneecaps on it. So this guy's really manly. <laughs> So, anyways, holy uh, shit! Friday rolls around, and I'm at the <coughs> point now where I'm asking questions. And so, after asking some questions while you know imaging a computer, I I, I say to, to one of my coworkers who's you know answering my questions, "All right, now for the important question: uh, Where do I get coffee?" And he hands me a mug. He's like, "Here, I'm not using this mug. You can have this." I'm like, "Oh, they don't have cups." I'm like, "Oh, they do. They do." But you know, I have this mug anyways. Here you go. You can have. It. Okay. And, and we go there, and there's this, you know, nice, fancy-looking machine with a uh, digital touchpad display, and uh, you know, coffee or other hot beverages. I mean, you go under other hot beverages. They beverages. They have you know, latte and. Uh, uh, mocha and this and that, but, but you know, I go under coffee, and you got you need know, dark roast, your uh, donut shop roast, or your decaf roast, and you know, so I select the dark roast, and you know, how many ounces do you want, and all this, and and after I make my choice, it, there's different uh, the canister with the different beans on the top there, and it drops beans in the thing. You hear the beans grinding, and it it starts pouring coffee out in the cup, and this is all free. Wow. Nice. Nice. This is uh, so I I have moved up in the world. Almost almost as good coffee. as working for Google. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that type of a vibe, you know, and they have you know free fruit out on the counter, help yourself to a banana, you know, and 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 uh, there's you know, all yeah, it's it's not, you know, I'm Google probably offers more than this place, but this place is offering perks in that type of a style, that type of a thing. So, uh, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you have an office. Wall to wall carpeting, secretary, trouble fish tank with a light in it. Um, uh, wow, Venison, you've moved up in the world. What, what job did you find that offers you all these perks? Actually, I had a job that was almost like that, but out the fish tank. Not the fish tank. No, the here, you know what? They don't have. Uh, I don't have a cubicle because they don't have the partitions up. They just kind of have seats in the area. So I got a workstation, you know, a desk and things like that. And it's just kind of open space. So um, it's open concept. Yeah, it's kind of an open concept. So, you know, yeah. I, uh, browsing the Internet's a, a bit of a challenge. But I've got my new phone. And they don't yeah. mind if I pull out my phone and look at it periodically. Yeah. So, so no, it totally works. Uh, so yeah, and, you, and you're allowed to hook up your personal phone into their Wi-Fi. 
I, I could. Not that that's and not not that that would be an, an hindrance to you, but I I could, but I don't because yeah. it's one of those Wi-Fi's that you got to put in your uh, logon credentials to connect to their Wi-Fi. So yeah. if, if I'm browsing on the phone. That's going through their system, and they know what I'm. You know, to me, that's just as just about the same as browsing personally on on the computer. You know, if someone wants to pull up right, a report, right, exactly. what's this guy right. doing here? It is. So this way, I keep my phone on my da- data. I have the unlimited plan. I, I, what I do on my phone is my business. Oh, you have unlimited data. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So, Are you using anyone else's login? Um. Well, I, I, you know what I, I for for Netflix, right? For for Netflix. Oh, oh, don't do that. Don't be doing that now. <laughs> right, right, right. You're gonna end up in a federal prison <laughs> mm-hmm. if you do that. That's right. Not just Netflix either. It's being extended. Yeah, well, no. Well, the thing is, is that basically what it is 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 that someone used a password uh, for something they shouldn't have. And so now yep. someone is arguing, well, that this same principle could be applied to Netflix passwords. So it's not like the police are out there going after people that are sharing Netflix passwords. It's just yeah. that a legal precedent has been set that some are suggesting could be applied to this situation. Um, they're not just suggesting it. They're going through it. The judge is going through with it. <coughs> no, there's no case that that's in court right now for this. Oh no, not yet. Not yet. It's just something that has been suggested that this precedent could be applied to that situation. Whether or not a trial would well, actually so come out. So they're looking that way. for a first case. Well, who I, wants to be that first case, right? I don't. I don't think anyone's looking for a case right now. No, nobody's looking for a case, but they are getting ready to make you know to make it a law. Yeah. Well. They're about to do that. No, well, no, no. There's already been a judgment that was made that suggests that the law could be applied in that way. Right. We're not talking about a new law. We're talking about applications of the law that currently exists. It's been suggested okay, that, that yeah. based on that judgment, it could be applied in this type of a situation. That's how I'm understanding the news. Uh, the uh, the link that was uh, basically there's news going around that suggests oh uh, Netflix password sharing is now a federal crime. If you read the story, it, it was a case about someone that had like a password to a database that he went and started his own business and competed against that business by using that password to access that database, and right. and, and they found him guilty for using that password yeah. inappropriately. And so now it's being suggested because of that, that sets a legal precedent that something such as uh, using someone else's Netflix password could be a federal crime in the same way because you are, you know, not supposed to be. Which to me is like, I get what they're saying, but that is a little bit of a stretch and it's a little bit of a different thing. And you, you right, know, right. The, yeah, the, who's the, making that stuff up? Right. Yeah, that's, that's just hope they don't go for wife. Because the thing is, is, Okay, so like if you're working for a company and you separate from that company and you still access their data, there is somebody they'll be going after you if they find out. Right. They have a vested interest. Now, Netflix would have to be that person going after after you, except, of course, there are so many thousands and thousands of accounts. I doubt that they even have the ability. They would have to be see the account used simultaneously at two IP addresses 
just in the park. It, it, you know what? If Netflix wanted right. to make an example... They said that they were reluctant to do it. Well, Netflix could decide we want to make an example out of people, and I'm sure, you know, if sure. someone tasks someone with, find me some passwords that are being used inappropriately, someone could check some logs and find some examples. Bam, here we go. And they could get right. 10 lawsuits together rather easily. Um, they probably probably could but then again they would be looking like metallica right it it would be bad uh publicity for them bad pr make them look pretty evil and i i don't think netflix is exactly in a good place right i think you know there's a delicate place right now because you know well you got netflix you got amazon prime you've got yeah hbo is streaming there's a lot of competition a lot of other big name outfits that are doing it yeah and and you know i would think that they would be foolish to do it you know we're we're in a transition right now because cable cutting is saving people money and and these digital services are coming out but as i've i read article years ago and we're seeing it happen every network's coming out with their own subscription so it's turning into you know let's split it up and everyone wants their cut and everyone's starting to there were things that were free that are starting right. that are starting to not be free anymore, and so you know things are still, um, you know, they're still. Right. I'm still waiting for like Comcast, among the others, to start giving you better bundle choices, rather than you know A, B, or C, let you actually dig down and saying these are the channels that I want and nothing else. Forget about the rest. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now, I mean, right. the, the one thing that Comcast or you know cable cable providers have going for them is that they're providing you the internet that you use to get to these services, and, and right. so that gives them a certain level of control because they set the price of the internet, and they could, and, and as it is right now, the only reason I I uh, got TV with my Comcast account is because a package that includes internet and TV is cheaper than getting right. internet by itself. That's right. You know, that is what's keeping them relevant is the fact that they are still providing you the service that gets you to those providers. Hate to say it, but the bundle works. Yeah. Although I I, I will say, after vacationing, I I discovered uh, that uh, VH1 Classics is still a pretty awesome channel, and I'm seriously considering calling up Comcast and asking how much to upgrade to the channel package that includes that. They actually run episodes of Pop-Up Video. Oh, my God, I miss Pop-Up Video. Wow. That's a blast from Man. the past. Yeah, they actually they run. Always sound that annoying as hell. They, well, they run. They, well, they only run like a few episodes on one day a week. They don't run nearly as much of it as I think they should be. But right. they do have hours of blocks of '80s videos and '90s videos. It's like, oh my god, this is everything that I wanted from MTV that I can't get anymore. Yeah. When when, when does MTV even show video music videos no, anymore? It's all on VH1 Classics now. Get VH1 right. Classics. That right there. I, 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 I'm seriously thinking getting that in the DVR and just DVRing block of music videos off of VH1 Classics to have something to put on on the weekends. Do I have a wrong impression? Because uh, I have the impression that Comcast is moving away from providing a DVR. I don't know. And they're know. basically saying, well, just use dem- on demand. But you can't. Is that a good, a correct impression, or not? not? I, 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 certainly, there is a lot of on-demand options, but I don't think they're moving away from the DVR because the thing is, is that on-demand basically uh, provides you with the current things that are going on. I mean, but oh right. yeah, I, I, you, they're not going to offer you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the current stuff, and if you want to look at prior uh, seasons, you'll have to pay for it. 
Right, but I've seen a lot of that. But the, but the thing is, is that there's other things you might want to DVR, like what's going on in VH1 Classic. So you know, if I want to get some pop up video right. things, I'm gonna need a DVR for that. Now I don't know, I I haven't had a DVR in years, uh, from from Comcast. Right. But what I do remember that really pissed me off about the DVR was that they offer absolutely no way to get the data off of it. Right. I mean, this box has a USB port on it. This box is basically a computer. Why can't I just transfer my files off and put them onto a DVD or something? Why can't right? Yeah, so That's once right. once I decide I don't want a DVR anymore, all the stuff I had on there gone. Yeah, and I had. Well, that's why I, you know, several years ago, I got in a project with Carl, and we both built this Myth TV box, and I was using Myth TV for a while. Yeah, but the thing now since coming back from Singapore, I haven't fired those up again. Well, but the problem is, is that I'm still because I want to like DVR channels that I can only get in with the cable box. I'm reliant on the cable box being tuned into the right place at the right time in order to DVR it. I can't, you know. Right, right. You can't just buy it. Well, of course, this is why I'm all in favor of, like, the FCC uh, getting into the whole uh, we want to let people bring their own cable boxes in to the service, much like you can bring your own modem into the service. And the cable companies are all hating that, which it's like, Fuck you! I want to. Right, right. I I'm in favor of this. I go shop, buy my own sure. DVR we'll cable money. box, and you just turn it on to it and let me. Well, use it. In fact, well, what I was doing uh, when I would have it working, you know, I had an uh, an IR transmitter on the box that would say, "Oh, okay, change the channel to 27 because this show is going to be recorded." And when it worked, it worked beautiful. You would change the channel on the on the cable box. To uh, so I could record it. Yeah, but the take the cable box can DVR something while you're watching something else. So you know, like if I want to record like the five, flaw of the plan, right? Right. So if I want to record five hours of '80s and '90s music videos while I'm at work, I don't necessarily. Kristen doesn't necessarily want to watch five hours of '80s and '90s music videos. Right. While right. I'm at which work. means you need two two cable boxes. R- right. Which doubles right. up on. You know, the cable. I, I, I hear people complain all that. the time. I hear people complain all the time that. You know, the wife controls the controller, so they can't watch what they want to watch. I go, you mean you don't have more than one TV in the house? Well, typically there's like a primary or a main TV. And right now, really, like I said, since... Yeah, but like I said, don't they have DVRs that do that, though? Yeah, they do, but but we're talking they about... They do, but like the Mythbox did not do that. Yeah, we're talking about... have its own, too. We're talking about having your own DVR yeah. because the Comcast DVR won't let you transfer your, your material off of it. Correct. Or not. Copyright concerns. No. You well, no, because they wanted to control it. Well, that's, I mean, I mean the, the, the excuse is copyright. Yeah, the, copy, the copyright is no. Yeah, that's not the reality at all. That is a bullshit excuse that, oh, copyright reasons, right. we don't want to tread on the bullshit. <laughs> that's right. But, uh, anyways. Yeah, we, I mean, it's, a, it's an easy excuse that you can't argue with, or at least it's difficult to argue with. You know, you can say that it's bullshit, but, you know, that's all the guy is told. So you're not going to get well, past I, that. I bet that is one of the main reasons, too. Well, it's the main no, excuse, it's... sure. And they're going to use no, it. They're no, gonna no, no, it. Here's the thing. whole copyright thing has really gotten out of hand. Here, here's the thing. Now, there is some. Just ask Metallica. There is some point to that because, you, you know, Hollywood probably does not want you to be easily able to get a high-quality digital 
copy of something easily, which you could if you were able to export from the DVR. But the thing is, right. is that Comcast will fight for what is in their best interest. And if it was in Comcast's best interest to provide the service of letting you transfer that DVR data to yourself, they would stand up to Hollywood and go, hey, we have every right to do this. The, the, your, your copyright things, you, you know, we've been through this. We've been through this. People have the right for personal use to record their own things. Well, you know what? They're, but they're not going to stand there and fight, but say, it's the not, NFL. It's not they're in their not best interest. They're not going to fight the NFL or the NBA or the... Right. It's not in their best interest. You know, ML, yeah. And they have nothing That's to gain right. from it. They have nothing to gain from that. You know, and, Absolutely. And, and it allows them to keep more control over it. So, yeah, right. they're... Yeah, there's something to it, but that's not the main reason. That's only a part right. of it. But anyways, we're going to go to a quick break before we start. Uh, well, we've already started hour two. That's right. Yeah, yeah. we're 12 minutes in an hour two. So, hey. Hey, we're going yeah. to have having fun. a cup of coffee. Yeah, but yeah, we're going to go uh, grab a little drink, uh, pee break, whatever. Uh, you know, shine your kneecaps. I don't know. But uh, we'll be back. For the other half of the show, where things are going to get a little techy, so don't go anywhere. Yeah, it's going to get about All right. raspberry pie action. Yeah. All right. Crater Maker. www.creatormakerband.com EP now available on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and Bandcamp. You're listening to the No Holds Barred Radio Network. You like to mine asses. My ball sack smells... Yo, this is Dune from the Dune and Bob Show. Ah, uh, you're probably wondering what all this racket is in the background. Uh, well, with the way the gas prices and the economics have been lately and basically everything else Obama has done to us, I've had to take on a second job. Shh, don't tell anybody, but I'm a nighttime DJ at a club. Hey, oh, hang on a second. No, hey, look, look at the sign. It says absolutely no requests. Leave the DJ alone. Yes. Thank you. No, I I am construct. Hang on, let me get my card. I am constructing a mix out of songs to create a vibe slash journey slash musical experience outside the catering to an individual's desire to hear my song. If you know what I mean. If you can't live inside the music, you should just stay at home and listen to your iPod. Requests are for scared, musically uneducated dweebs who have no desire to learn about new, good tracks or experience the art of modern EDM. There. Jeez. Oh. Okay, she's gone. Hey, by the way, just to let you know a little secret. I found out that DJs really don't do anything. All I'm doing is just replaying something that Vamp recorded like a month ago. It's really simple. <laughs> That's why I can't do requests. But uh, listen, I was sworn to secrecy by the, the DJs of America Club. Geeks even made me pinky swear to it. God. So anyway, Duna Bob Show, Sundays, 6 8 Eastern, nhbradio.com. Be there. <laughs> 
Jimmy Sloan, host of the goddamn show, which you can listen. Fuck. You're listening to the No Holds Barred Radio Network, which you can hear on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. I just fucking piss. You know what? Fuck Damien. I don't feel like doing any of this shit. Please, bitch. Shut up! When I think of the No Holds Barred Radio Network, I think of an internet radio station with decks. The No Holds Barred Radio Network is an internet original adult comedy network. Uh, that's it. Vaginal adhesive. Go to www.nh. Fuck. Go to www.nhb. Piss! Shit, I just remembered. Ramen noodles are four for one today at the store. <laughs> www.nhbrad7fuckingelfprick. Hello, my name is Sloan, host of the goddamn show, and you're listening to my butthole! Woo! NHB Radio Com Dot. Fuck! Oh my god. There's alcohol in my beer! You will need a program like Winamp in order to listen to the stream. Or else just call your mama Cockweevil. Either way works. No, seriously. Visit our website at www.nhbradio.com to get all the information about the show. And shit! Hello, my name is... Oh, shit. Shit, I know somewhere around here somewhere. Does it start with an S? Hello, my name is Sloan, host of the goddamn show, which you can listen to on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Go to www.nhbradio.com for more information. I'll see you there, you butt bag! You ass miner! You dick! Get the hell off my lawn! Oh shit! NHB Radio! The No Holds Barred Radio Network. Your home for vaginal adhesive. Can I go now? Well? You're listening to the No Holds Bar Radio Network. Now take off your pants and jack it! <laughs> you dick! <laughs> you fu- I hope you fucking dies. Fuckhead. Fuck! Fuck you! Go to fucking shit. Asshole. And hey, we're back on the um, show that we call... Insert title here. And uh, it's time for the tech segment of the show. And uh, hey, any, any guesses what I bought on my vacation? Well, You bought a phone. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I bought that after the vacation. But while I was on vacation, I bought... Hey, I'll give you a hint. There's background music. 
no, no one's no one's recognizing the background music. I guess. You bought yeah. a you, you bought some vinyl. No, 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 no. I I, I bought this. A new SD card. <laughs> I had one of those. Is that the thick one? That's this. This is the original. The original. Th- I had one of those. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I bought it to have something when I was traveling on, a, on an airplane. That's there. what I bought it for. I was always using it on a plane. Cool. Which, now, of course, now they may even stop you from bringing it on. Right? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I, I don't know what someone could build into one of these. But uh, my brother got one of these for his birthday one year. And uh, I, I never got one. But at some point they made a better one that was thinner and had a better defined yep. screen. And so my brother gave me his original Game Boy, and I played a lot of that, and that got lost somewhere along the way. So I went to Too Much Games uh, over in the, in the greater Philly area, and it was just having a field day walking to all the vendor tables, buying stuff. And, and I came with... I was looking for a power glove. I didn't find a power glove, but I bought plenty of other stuff. I bought a lot of Nintendo 64 games because I uh, I traveled on, on vacation with my Raspberry Pi uh, so I could play Nintendo and Super Nintendo games on that easily. And I brought the Nintendo 64 with me because the Raspberry Pi doesn't really emulate Nintendo 64 all that well. And so since that's the system I had with me, it was like, well, I may as well buy up Nintendo 64 games. And then, so that's 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 a Metro Two theme, Two blah, Metroid Two theme. Is that correct? Well, did you Shazam that? No, 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 no. Uh, Mars just said it. It's Metroid Two. Sheesh. Yes, yes, that is. Tweeting. Hey, Mars, you must be listening. Either that, you're psychic. Yeah. Of course, we are like psychic brothers. It could be. Could be. Yes, this is the uh, Metroid, and, and my brother did, did not actually have the Metroid Two game, but we borrowed it from a neighbor for uh, like uh, for a while, and I and I played quite a bit of it. And so, um, I, so I was buying Nintendo sixty four games, looking for a power glove, and and I bought a few Game Boy games because I have a Game Boy Advance that I'll play them, and like I bought baseball for the Game Boy because my brother had that, and I remembered like the music from it, and I remember that you could. When you were playing the field, when you got the ball, if you kept throwing it to all the different basemen, it would okay, not... Okay, so at what point, by the way, are we going to get flagged for uh, copyright well, this... whatever from YouTube? Well, this is an experiment because Shazam right. didn't recognize this. And so I, I, I don't know. Oh. Nintendo may or may not flag this. And if Nintendo flags it, then they'll just make ad revenue off this episode, which means this episode of... Um, of Insert title here. It's been brought to you by Nintendo. Thank you, Nintendo. Um, That's right. The source for Pokemon Go. Yeah. So whatever, I, whatever the heck that is. <laughs> that's right. So I bought a bunch of Nintendo 64 games. I bought kicks and baseball for the Game Boy. And I, I get to these tables. And mind you, I was doing a lot of like observing prices to kind of get a feel for what things were worth before I started buying things up because you could find something $5 cheaper here or $3 cheaper there. So I was kind of going, I walked through all the tables multiple times. And so I kind of noticed that, you know, Game Boys are typically going for like, you know, 30 to 40 bucks, something like that. 35, you could probably get one for. 
And I'm looking at this one table, and I see this sitting on the table with a $20 price tag on it. And my thought was, I, I was like, you know, it makes no sense to buy it. It would be much more logical to buy a Game Boy Color, because that could play Game Boy Color games and Game Boy games, or to buy one of those thinner ones with a better defined right. screen. And or the Advance. Or, or, well, I already have an Advance. Or an Advance oh, SP, okay. because the Advance SP is backlit. Right. But I look right. at this, and it's like, oh, I remember you know, when Greg gave me his, playing that on the beach all the time. And it's just, only the original Game Boy looks like the original Game Boy. This is quite an iconic thing. And I'm like, I would totally pay 20 bucks on an original Game Boy because of how iconic it is. And so I, Now, did they include a cartridge? No. 20 bucks is for it. But I already had bought some cartridges. And so yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So you could pop one in and test it, right? Right. Exactly. Right. I already had the baseball yeah. one in there, and it turns on. They gave me – it got batteries in there, made sure, you know, you know, turn it on, and, you know, it – there, it went ding. And, and so I go to another uh, booth, and I see behind the display case is a Metroid 2 cartridge, which is a classic uh, Game Boy game, classic Nintendo game in general, uh, the Metroid yeah. series. And, and so I, I asked the guy – how much for the Metroid 2 game? It was 20 bucks. I pulled out 20. Sold. You know? And he goes, oh, thank God. People have been asking me all day how much that one is. Not one person would buy it for 20 bucks, though. And I'm like, no, oh, that's, that's, that's fair. So, yeah, I was so thrilled to. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's each, each to their own, right? So, I was so thrilled. So, yeah, I, I bought this Game Boy. Uh, bought Metroid 2. Um, Kicks. Yeah, show others. the kicks close to the screen. Yeah, I had that. And some more. Uh, let's see. Uh, Monopoly for Game Boy. Because I love Monopoly. Yeah, oh, okay. And, um, yeah, I'm one of those people that just loves Monopoly. And, uh, like Actually, I Actually, I wonder how long, uh, when you sell stuff on eBay, how long does your listing show up as a completed order does three, it go back years uh, no like three months uh baseball because like i said you oh, can just cool. you can just yeah. play catch forever if you play in the field they won't actually go to the next person up at bat until you stop throwing the ball i used to just spend like 10 minutes just throwing the ball back and forth between the bases um right right, right. Uh, wario land although it's got a bit of a fading on the label and this was another one I played a lot of. Super Mario Land. Uh, that's a good one. Right. And, I think I had that one. And my Raspberry Pi uh, traveled well. Um, I, I I had my I bought an HDMI to composite adapter uh, because I had problems with the Samsung TVs last time I brought it to the Shure house. And uh, that was the same uh, case when I first got there. So I was using the adapter, and that worked out well. And then I started playing with the borders. Oh, you got a toy. Uh, oh, I got to click on you to show it off. Yeah, all right. There you go. Wow. Ooh, you got a classic USB gamepad. USB wired, yep. Yeah. it's Because uh, I was doing some research. I says, okay, I want to get the dang thing working. What's the best way to do it? Get this. You get that. So how's that working for you? You know, once I get – well, I haven't done – it's still in the box. Ah. So I, I haven't connected to it, but I did see, uh, you know, I did some research, 
and it sounds like it'll be really easy to plug in and go. One of the tricks is, which could be actually my problem with my Xbox, you know, uh, deal, is step one is remove all other control devices altogether. Right. And so I might have a hodgepodge of crap in there, which just got the Xbox controller confused. Hmm, that could be. Because I think the OS seizes it, sees it, but it just gets confused and lost. So. So step one will be clear all the garbage out and start over. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's really cool. And I did a lot of uh, playing with the Raspberry Pi, and it, it worked great. Uh, here's the other thing. When I hooked up the adapter, I had a large border on the top and the bottom of the screen. And so I did a little investigating on um, there are settings in a uh, one of the config files to um, set uh, the borders or the overscan. And uh, by default, they're commented out. Uh, so I uncommented them out and uh, adjusted the numbers, and and I got my border looking, you know, good, so that you know the picture was going off to the screen, but nothing was cut off. And after all that tweaking, it was perfect. And then Seth asked me, "Well, how come you're using that adapter? Why can't you go straight with the HDMI?" And I hooked up the HDMI straight to show him. Well, here it won't detect it, and it worked. By uncommenting out the overscan settings, <laughs> it changed something that uh, that the that that it worked on the Samsung TV from that point on. So then I had I'll to, uh, but with different overscanning. So I had to tweak those numbers some more again to get right, my overscanning. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Now now I don't need that darn adapter anymore. So I figured that out. Although I am still uh, forbidden from going onto the um, RetroPie website from uh, my home. Uh, so I have right. to. I, I still have to play Bacon Ebbs on my phone. Cause that's, right, right, right. That's my new fake name on the. Uh, right. Yeah, RetroPie does not like Johnny Gators. They're not a fan of Johnny Gators' work. But uh, right. Bacon Ebbs is okay in there. See, book. so that so the, there is a side benefit of getting a new phone. Yeah. <laughs> you can get to RetroPie. Hot damn! Uh, no, no, you I, win. I, well, they didn't even know where the old phone was. They they only it was only the right, home. right. Well, this is true, but we can pretend like it made the difference in the, all the difference. Yeah, the there you go. I had to buy a new phone to get onto the RetroPie forums. Right, but, uh, right. But then I'm also, that makes stupid fucking sense, doesn't it? <laughs> so, so let's just say, how much money did Gators spend at this place? All of it. Uh, well, uh, all the, all, I, I brought enough cash with me to buy uh, a um, power glove and games, and I was expecting to pay over fifty bucks for a power glove. Um, so I easily spent over a hundred bucks. Uh, but I was down. Power glove? Was, what do you use that for? Um, the Nintendo Power Glove. You don't remember the Nintendo Power Glove? No. Oh my God! Well, when I get one, I'll show you. Hell, even I remember that. You you you, you don't use. Is it. it a controller device for some games or what? Yeah, yeah. You wear it's a glove that you wear, and it's motion sensor. And they only made two games specifically for it, but you can play any game with it. And it's basically controlling the, 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 the movements. There were these bars that, these motion sensing bars that would you'd mount on your TV, and, and you wore the glove, which also was wired into it. And, and, and this predated the Wii, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the difference between this and so, the Wii was that this sucked. Well, I mean, that's what, why we took off, you know, when the Wii came out. Yeah. Because it was fabulous. It still is fabulous. The Wii... Uh, 
plus is slightly better but to me it's like no the the original was still pretty good mm. you know the the plus yeah that's nice but well the plus you know, no big deal as far as i'm concerned the, the plus is not a, a huge uh significant change now the wii was something it was brand a, new it was yeah basically a slight improvement yes it was nice but but not night or day. But, well, the thing, you know, but, uh, but it's still it's still a worthwhile system. I, it, 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 it's, yeah. it's kind of a bummer that it's living in the shadow of the Wii because it really is a, a, a decent system, and there are some worthwhile games for it. I have one, and I don't regret for the, it. I'm sorry for the glove. For the, oh, for the Wii U. Uh, no, the Wii. I thought you talked about the Wii U versus Wii. No, I'm saying the Wii Plus controller. They came out. You oh. know, original Wii. They had the Wii the Wii Mote. Uh-huh. And then they came up with the Motion Plus, right? Which, which if you had the old controller, you would just stick this little stub at the bottom, that right? Made it and and now they longer. make the ones that they're built in. Then they're built in, but it's just a slight improvement, not night or day, right? You know, and the Wii U, they made some again slight improvements to it, basically threw out all the old games, which to me was stupid. Well, the Wii they U didn't make the big step up to. Well, the Wii U will play Wii games; it just won't play GameCube games. The Wii U plays the old game, the old Wii games. Yeah. From the beginning, or or was that added on? As far as I know, like from the Xbox beginning, Xbox One has added on the 360 games. As far as I know, a Wii U always was able to play Wii games. I guess I for, forgot that. But I mean, to me, it wasn't like, well, I don't want to buy a new console, console cons- because they haven't made a big leap and bound next generation. Well, it all comes down to have they come out with a game that you really want for it. Like, you know, Super Mario Maker, I think, has been a really hot uh, game on the Wii U. Right. And, and and I yeah, I've, there's been some, but nothing that jumps out and says, "Yes, I need that new console." Well, if you're a big Mario fan, I mean, you you yeah. get Mario Maker. You don't even have to make. You download other people's levels. You basically have an unending yeah. a library of Mario, new Mario levels that you'll never play through of all of them or run right. out of, of various, right. uh, uh, you know. So the, right there, if, if you're a Mario freak, we use worth getting for Mario Maker. Right. Right. Okay. But uh, right, and I wasn't aware of that. But that's nice to know. Yeah. But you know, other than you know, you go to most of these stores, you look at the Wii U section, you just kind of go, "Meh." Wow, they're just dying on the vine here. Well, you know, maybe they'll you come know. out with a metro- new Metroid game because they didn't go to HD, which was a mistake, right? I thought the Wii U did go to HD. It was the Wii that wasn't HD. Well, yeah, the original Wii was not HD. But I think the Wii U is. But they haven't gone that much up, and I don't think they've gone. They're not 1080p, are they? I don't think so. I'll have to do some research. Uh, but. I know the Wii U does HDMI, whereas the Wii is just a component uh, at best. Right, right. That's exactly right. But, but um, let's see. The, I'll, I'll have to look at the Wii U and see see where they've really gone. And but to me, I was kind of looking at like I don't see this worth uh, a step worth it. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I did a little Google search, and I found a thread that's asking what games run at 1080p on the Wii U. Uh, let's see. I'm aware that Super Smash okay. Bros. for Wii U runs at 1080p, but are there other Wii U games that run at the same resolution? Uh, it's, 
so apparently it varies by game from what I'm seeing here, but the but yes, yeah. uh, Smash Brothers U, Bayonetta 2, Mario Kart 8, and Rayman Legends will run at 1080p, 60 frame per second. Uh, but 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 I think the other thing to me is the impression in the marketplace is the Wii U has cartoon characters, whereas you go to the Xbox and the PlayStation and it has realistic graphics. Well, that's, you know, you look like the real thing. Well, that's, you know, really... Even though you know it's rendered, it looks like the real thing. That, But that's always been the Nintendo versus Sony uh, thing. I mean, the PlayStation right. was doing all your first-person shooters, your realistic-looking stuff, whereas, right. whereas you know, your, your GameCube had, you know, kid-friendly, family-friendly uh, material right. on there. You, you bought right. the GameCube because that was the only way you got you were going to get the latest Zelda Mario games, which were Nintendo staples. But uh, right. it, but you're probably going to spend more time on your PlayStation 2 shooting up cops on, play, on Grand Theft Auto 3. Right, right, <laughs> right. That was very... Well, and the reason picked. why I got the Xbox One is I wanted to play Forenza. I, I just want to be clear. I wanted to drive something that was realistic. I just want to be clear. I, I do not endorse any real life shooting up anyone. Uh, but uh, that was right. just that. But that was the uh, on Grand Theft Auto Three. Those were the people that showed up that were armed and car, uh, cars that keep on coming and they kept chasing you. Know, that was more for sport of of, of a video game. Um, right. uh, I wonder if GTA is going to come under fire for this. <laughs> oh, it has many many times and it will many more times. But um, I got down. Especially now. I got down to the point where I only had forty one dollars cash left in my wallet, and. Uh, I saw this sitting on a shelf, and uh, I pick it up, and it had batteries in it, and it turns on, and it's a little beat up. I mean, this side's missing some of the label. Uh, this is a, I'm holding a tabletop uh, little handheld Pac-Man game. Uh, it's got some scuffs and marks on it, but uh, it turns on and it works. And so I picked, and, and I had a neighbor that had one of these. And and, and, I, and, yeah. and we borrowed it for some time. My mom got really good at it, actually. Uh, she uh, and, and it's, Yeah, go mom. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I wouldn't mind owning one of those. It, and it looks cool. And Pac-Man's a classic. You know, having a yeah. little, like, it, it looks like a little miniature arcade game. So if anything, it displays nice. And so I, I yeah. picked it up. Yeah. I asked the guy. You know, knowing I only have forty-one bucks in my left in my wallet, and I'm pretty much done for the day. If I buy this, it'll be the last thing I buy. I pick it up and I say, uh, "How much are you asking for this?" And he said, 50. I said to him, "Well, will you do 40? And he said, "45." And I said, "I'm I'm sorry, I I only got forty-one bucks left. Sold." And so he <laughs> he took your last dollar. He took my last dollar. Excellent. I, I probably could have said I only got forty left, and he probably would have taken that. But uh, right, right. <laughs> I was a little too honest for my own good. Uh, but yeah, it turns on, and uh, I don't know where the speaker is, but you hear some beeping. Yeah, sounds like when you got the microphone in there, you can hear it the best, I guess. So yeah, there we well, go. That's cool. Well, we got uh, at least a message coming in. Saying it is. Just Pac-Man, correct? Uh, yes, it's just Pac-Man. Yeah, the one game. Yeah, right. this is this is uh, what you did for portable gaming before there was a Game Boy. Uh, Dune writes in, "Wow, um, 
I, I'm just saying that playing Grand Theft Auto 3, that was uh, something that I did as more of a challenge. You know, how long could I go before uh, authority figures that were armed that will shoot at you if you shoot at people? <laughs> right, right, right. You know, my my timing for talking about playing Grand Theft Auto Three in that way it, it maybe <laughs> may have been a, a bit poor. Um, so we're just going to talk more about Metroid music instead, because uh, as you Wait know, a minute, Alex, before you do, yeah, I got a little tech problem here that uh, I have no idea what to do about. I don't think anybody's going to be able to figure this one out. Uh, uh. Yeah, this you know this laptop I got from a friend uh, had a program in it for you know for Wi-Fi use. It was Hotspot, and this thing is supposed to you know filter out bad Wi-Fi crap. And that was all fine and dandy until all of a sudden it started dumping all these temp files and you know and temp folders. It's like you gotta get rid of this thing. I didn't put it in there. The guy did. Apparently, he picked a really bad piece of software because after uninstalling it, it's still putting these temp files in. Okay. You know, try and trace them down like that. They owned it. it was their files. It was that hot? You know, it was in the, uh, inside the code. You know, you see the, you know, you see the words, you know, Hotspot and Mozilla. Apparently, Mozilla had a plugin for this thing, too. They removed that. Went to the registry. Removed all traces of the file from the registry. It's still dumping these stupid ass temp files in there. And I have no idea what the hell is causing it. I can't find any traces of the program anywhere. You know, the are you using, are you using uh, something like C Cleaner? No. Nope. Nope. Why don't you download C Cleaner and see if that'll get it? Yeah, this was this was all manual, you know, because I know where everything is, or where everything should be, and where right, everything right. shouldn't be. Right. Well, it might lose. It might look for uh, orphans. Well, hmm. yeah, I, I I don't and, know. Yeah, they could find it that way, or or if that doesn't yeah, work, but... try the uh, you know AVG free uh, uh, virus antivirus. I done that. They have a trial of the cleaner. And that cleaner, you know, you get one shot at it. That cleaner will clean the ever losing shit out of a machine. And again, you you just try it, you're free, and then you un un uninstall that because mm. AVG likes to. Uh, oh yeah, this guy's I a sucker on the line. He'll like to uh, uh, get you into a paying customer. Yeah. 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 Right. And, Good luck. And anyways, I I do have to address uh, one topic at least before the show ends because. Yeah. Uh, every week I try to find a new title to give the YouTube feed. A and this week I, I gave the YouTube uh, feed a title that's based off of a interesting discovery I made that has probably gone completely unnoticed for years. And uh, the, the, the name of the, the title on this show on YouTube this week is Is There a Misunderstood Note on Brinstar? And um, that all comes down to, as you know, I came back from break with the um, Metroid 2 theme. And I actually, that's actually a custom mix I made myself of the Metroid 2 theme that I um, made by isolating all four uh, audio uh, channels 
uh, uh, from the Game Boy uh, code by uh, playing it on an emulator. And uh, the emulator actually has volume faders for each of the four voices. And I recorded them each in separately and brought them into a um, audition session and tweaked each setting, a little bit of EQing, had a little reverb on one of the channels and uh, did a little stereo panning on it. So it made a nice little, you know, stereo mix of uh, the, uh, the Metroid 2 theme, you know, that... Uh, it's, it's got a little more bass to it than it, it would on the actual Game Boy. Yeah. So, you know, it sounds a little better than, you know, listening to it on the Game Boy. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be fun to do the same with a classic Nintendo music theme? Uh, because the Brinstar theme on the original Metroid game is a classic. And the, Nintendo also had four channels of audio. A square wave that, uh, no, two square wave channels, a triangle wave channel that did your bass line, and a noise channel that did the percussion. And this has a melody line here that you can listen to especially this part right here now right there something weird happened that no one's ever noticed because the melody line went, went da bum ba da da dun dun that is what that is how you hear the melody line there and, and that's even how the melody line is played in other versions that have been done of that theme uh, since then. Because, like, it's been... Th they did a more modern mix of it on Super Smash Brothers Melee for the GameCube. And we'll, we'll bring up that melody line again. Uh, 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 of course, except YouTube just totally fucked me over by bringing over something different. All right, so let's skip ahead. Bum, bum. Right there, they say the melody line is bum, 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 bum. Here's the thing. I separated out the individual voices. And I have a session up here in Audition. So this is the melody line by itself. Bum. And we're going to get to a point here where we're going to get to that part. And here's what the melody line really is. Oh, my God. What was that? That caught me completely. Was that? Yeah. That caught me completely by surprise. And that's because the counter melody goes. And the counter melody is higher than that note. And so those, since those two voices are identical, that counter melody note has been confused as the melody note. Yeah, it's only until you isolate the tracks where you can hear the difference. Yeah. So that's cool. So now the thing is, is as far as I'm concerned, it's bum bum because that's how everyone's heard it, and that's how future renditions have been of it. 
But I'm wondering if the composer originally intended for the melody line to be bum, bum. So there right, you go. Right. So and, and yeah, That's cool. But I wanted to make my stereo mix stereo and pan those voices. So I actually had to, when I made my stereo file, I swapped those two notes to correct it. <laughs> so I now right, have right. a nice... Uh, that's a little loud. But anyway, so yeah, there you go. All these years, there's been a misunderstood note on Brinstar. Right. Hence the topic of this week's YouTube uh, stream. Okay. I that that otherwise by... known as I had nothing to do that night. <laughs> 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 oh, Venison, you just nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I follow a guy on YouTube. I think that would would actually think that that's a very cool discussion. I mean, I thought it was cool, yeah. but he would have understood it actually more than me because the guy was into you know like Mario Brothers themes and some of the other game themes on bass guitar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, in fact, if you look at search on YouTube for bass guitar and like Mario theme and some of the others, you'll see some of these guys that are totally into that. And usually they'll have like a seven string bass or eight string bass, something like that. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, I found uh, uh, Gene Bowden on a uh, 11 string bass playing the Mario theme. Yeah, that's one of the guys. Yep. There we go. Not bad. Yep, that's what they do. Classic theme. Now, this other guy I follow on YouTube and Facebook is totally into Bach on the bass, but that's a whole different topic. Bach, Mario, they're practically <laughs> twins. Yeah. They're, they're like twin sisters. <laughs> you could play the Mario theme at church and they would know, nobody would notice, I bet. I bet you could make a, uh, a, uh, a church setting style of the Mario theme. And, and and if you snuck it into the 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 the, the service, there'd probably be a section of the congregation that have no clue and thought, "Wow, that's a really nice melody there." I, you know, that really right, set the right. tone. And there might be three guys that are just laughing their asses off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I'm, I'm laughing at something else. I just I just saw here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> We're something real random, real quick. A Texas man was airlifted to the hospital to get his straw wired shut after he tried to shoot an armadillo and the book and the bullet re ricocheted off the animal's hard shell. <laughs> Armadillos are bulletproof. <laughs> that, yeah, well, That's hilarious. They do have hard shells. <laughs> yeah, but bulletproof. <laughs> uh, I don't well it depends on the bullet, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he was using. I don't think he was using like a twenty-two or something. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he was using. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, there's some question there, but uh, that, that I, I would expect that uh, it wouldn't be bulletproof. I know it's got a hard shell, but uh, well, it's not hard. Hard. It's more like thick leather because <laughs> it's a mammal. <laughs> you know, you won't have. It won't be hard like a turtle. A turtle. Or a tortoise. Uh, I don't know. It's, you it's, know, it's, it's you a know thick, what? Armadillo shells made out of? What? 
Or do you know what an armadillo shell is made of? <laughs> I don't know. Armadillo. I had no idea either, but it's pretty tough to bounce a bullet back at your ass. Yeah, it would be tough. But then again, a lot of bulletproof materials are not, you know, are, are hmm. you know, leather type. You know, type. I don't, think he, I don't think he grew Kevlar, no. <laughs> Well, no, but it could yeah. be made of layers. Um, Mars, yeah. Mars tweets in, Johnny Giggers will be happy, oh so happy, and uh, post a link. Uh, Avast has announced an agreement to acquire AVG for $1.3 billion. What? You, you know what? Those are two companies I don't give a shit about either of because uh, they have both. Um, they're, they're both complete and utter garbage as far as I'm concerned. Right. No, not. Gee, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, if you uh, like, if you like being bombarded by ads nonstop, oh yeah. I don't get them bombarded by ads. I get. I was getting a little pop-up ads in the bottom corner of my computer all the fucking time from a vast NAVG. Well, I, I don't me. get ads. What I get is, oh yeah, if you like, we could scan your computer. Yeah, I guess that's an ad for their scanning. Uh, well, they were always scanned, but, they but, were always you know, trying to upgrade performance me. and crew improvements. Well, AVG was yeah, giving me all ads. kinds of ads, but but uh, well, AVG was giving me ads for their paid version. They kept pumping me for money. Um, In fact, what happened? What happened to me is I clicked on the upgrade version, and I got the free trial. And once you do that, you can't go back to the free one. Yeah, that at all. That was annoying. So I said, "Oh, screw it!" You know, I'm using it anyway, so I'm okay with my, with with the paid version because I I have it licensed on all my machines now. Well, I basically just you know decided to just go with Microsoft Security Essentials. Why? Because it's free. Ew. It, it's free. It, it comes with Windows and it doesn't no. nag me. No. Yeah. No. Also, doesn't work very well. Well, you know, I, I I had I had to and I tested it and I was not happy with the result. Because I got a folder on my machine that has, uh, let's just say, defense items in it. And it didn't even see it. Well, here's the thing. I, I just want a little safety net because, you know, I, I generally don't do stupid stuff. And if I get infected, I, I, I generally pick up on it because I, I, I know how well my computer should perform. I have an idea of when something looks wrong and abnormal, and I have backups that I can roll back, and worst-case scenario, I can format and, and reinstall. I'm just not worried enough about it that I, I, I feel I need uh, software that's going to pop up ads for me. So Microsoft Security Essentials. Oh, you wanna, here, okay, here's, here's a good story. So my wife is at work, and it's, she's working late, as usual, and she gets this email in, and she's kind of tired. She clicks on it and opens Oh, up the no. suggestion and like oh you know just as she does it she goes what did i do that for and of course then the computer locks up and all this kind of stuff no no this was early not late so she goes to our it guy to get it fixed and he says yeah you dot it you did it we can fix that and then he he admitted that the company's been sending those out to see who is going to sign up for their don't click on that class. So she signed up for the don't click on that class. So, oh. So the employer got her. You're like, yeah, right. You know, she, yeah, she needs, she has time for that shit. So now she is forever known within the company. 
Uh, oh, speaking of you and your wife, um, I, I, I recently made a mistake that made me think of uh, you two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, this this Saturday uh, we took a drive uh, down to the Newport area, Rhode Island, because Kristen's yeah. parents recently moved to the area. So, you know, visit them at their uh, their, their new rental house and, uh, you know, kind of have a nice little visit with them. And uh, but we, we we grabbed a little lunch before we, we head down there. And I was like, well, why don't we, you know, swing by McDonald's and have a nice brunch? You know, I can get some McNuggets and sausage, uh, yeah. egg and cheese McMuffins. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I go there and, you know, wait in line, get our food. I got our food. Uh, you know, Kristen's getting some uh, soda in her cup. And I go look around for a place to sit. And they got, you know, tables and chairs at them. Okay. Do they have any, you know, thing with a booth? Well, they got the thing where it's like kind of like the, 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 the bench seat with the back, you know, like the booth style seat on one side of the right. table, but chairs on the other. I'm like, well, if I go there, either I got to say, hey, Kristen, you can have a chair or I'm still sitting in a chair. And then I notice, oh, there's booths through this door. Of course, that's the door into the play area. But the door is open. So I'm just like, right. oh, whatever. So I, I'm just like, booth. I go, I sit down in the booth. I'm like, oh, I'm over in here, I found booths. And uh, so that is how I ended up getting to eat my McNuggets and sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffins while listening to screaming, running children. Because there was only like two or three children in there that morning. But uh, one of them. Yes, yeah, so you're, you're, you're uh, expanding on our Chuck E. Cheese adventure. Yes, yes. I, I just pulled the uh, yeah. Brian Chuck E. Cheese bonehead move and right, uh, right. sat myself. <laughs> At a, uh, a a place that I right. was not that was not age appropriate for me, uh, where I basically joke was right. on me. I got stuck listening to a screaming child while uh, eating my brunch. Right, right. And, and here's the worst part: there were uh, booths on the other side of the McDonald's. As we made our way to the exit, we passed by. Oh, way over there, back in that corner, that's where the booths for adults right. are. Oh, way, way from the children. Oh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, poor Johnny. I will not yeah. make that mistake again. So it, it's you know I will only uh, I will not make the same mistake of grabbing a booth in the children's area again. You will never make the same mistake of setting foot in the Chuck E. Cheese ever again. That's correct. There we go. We can share these experiences and then not do that ex- uh, you know, reciprocal experience. There you, you know, go. So I don't have to go to the kitty area of McDonald's. Yes. Right, right. If you ever go, oh <laughs> hey, there's booths here. No. No, make sure that there's not a ball pit nearby. Right, right. So apparently uh, the free Windows 10 upgrade is coming to an end. Really? So we're all going to have to pay? <laughs> I, I, I have been getting nag windows that uh, the free upgrade offer ends July 29th. Wow. So then they won't uh, nag Ooh. you anymore then? That remains to be seen. But uh, that is what they're claiming. You know, there is a way to remove that. Yeah. You know. Well, here's the thing. Part of me is, you know, do I really want to turn down something that's free? But do I want Windows 10? Exactly. You know, actually, my dad, uh, well, my brother fixed my dad's computer, you know, probably a year ago. And my brother kind of goes, hey, you know what? It's going to come anyway. I'm just going to upgrade it to Windows 10, and he'll be up to date forever, right? Because that's, <laughs> that's the Excel pitch of Windows 10. You upgrade to 10, you'll never have to upgrade again. You'll be there in Nirvana 
Windows Nirvana, right? Forever. Right. Until next year. Anyway, so my dad completely cannot figure out how to do Windows 10 at all. And it's just a constant battle, whatever. Well, he ended up with some computer programs and, uh, oh, to make the long story short of this past couple of weeks, uh, my brother came down and we went to visit my folks. And my dad, my brother spent three days basically reinstalling Windows 7 on the computer and restored some passwords <laughs> and reinstalled stuff. Is okay, dad, here you go. You're back to Windows 7. Of course, my dad doesn't remember how to do anything on the computer. Oh. So what difference does it make? So now he wants Windows back 10 back because anyway. I was starting to get used to that. <laughs> right, right. No, no, so no, no. He doesn't he doesn't want to go to Windows 10, but he doesn't know, remember how to do anything, you know. So Neither do I. My brother has basically volunteered to connect to online with my dad once a week to kind of baby step through Here's how you get email. Here's how you save off uh, address, uh, you know, into the contacts. Here's how you reply to email. You know, all the little pieces and parts, uh, you know, as far as uh, email is concerned. So, right. and and then, you know, and then you also, like, supply music. There you go. You know what? You know, if I have to upgrade, I will upgrade to rule seven and seven only. And then I'll wait for them to come out with Windows 12, which will be about the next time I'll be ready to upgrade. Uh, is there going to be a 12? I think they're sticking with Windows 10 forever. That was my understanding. Yeah, right. I well, mean, internally, things will be upgraded, but you'll always be on Windows 10. Have uh, you heard this to be true, Johnny? That's been the vibe that I've gotten, but you know what? They they can always change their mind. Of course. Oh, but, you know they will. In two more years, Windows 11, much better than Windows 10, which everyone was complaining about. Well, anyways, though, we've reached that time again where it's time to wrap this up so I can go play some Metroid 2 on my Game Boy. Uh, but uh, yeah. we do try to and, be... And uh, trying to watch Brain Dead. And speaking of brain, oh, incidentally, yeah, one last thing. I told you I was going to try to install Alexa on one of my Raspberry Pis. Yes. I've got everything installed. Okay, go in and click it, click to start. And it kind of goes through this text stuff, you know, how Linux is. And it basically says, node not started. What the fuck? There's no help on that at Don't all. Don't you love so Linux? Kind of stuck. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, speak. And a very complicated process. Now, here's the thing that's really queer. When they have you log into it with an X Windows, they tell you to use V. Is it VCM? VCM? Or am I dyslexic? VN, VNC? VNC. VNC. That's it. VNC, yeah. They say use that instead of SSH. Well, okay, SSH isn't GUI, so yeah, you need a GUI. But why do I log in at all? Why can't I just do the final configuration directly on the Pi? And they don't explain that. They insist that you use VNC. Makes no sense. I couldn't figure out how to get that to work, so fuck that. Um, but anyways, it, it, speaking of brain dead, it's time to uh, talk about what we've learned this week. And, yeah, you got to uh, watch that show, man. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, and and I, I have learned... I, I think it explains today's politics. <laughs> 
I, I, I have learned that uh, Venison is a fan of uh, things that are brain dead, which explains why he hangs around uh, internet radio. Here. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Uh, I've also learned that uh, when talking about uh, classic video games like Grand Theft Auto, you might want to think before you speak. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good thing learned. Lesson learned, I hope. And and and, and Dune did uh, send me a picture of the look. So uh, thank you, Dune. <laughs> I still think that was great. Yeah. I only did that just to see what would happen. <laughs> oh, you were like, you were totally trolling, <laughs> and I was totally loving it too. It was. Cool. Uh, what about you, Brian? What have you learned? Well, the one thing we did not learn is that is what the heck is Pokemon Go all about? Car accidents. <laughs> and but there's got to be something on. more. Thinning the herd. Thinning the herd. There you go. Oh, oh, it's one of those. Uh, what do the conspiracy people call it? Um, Chemtrails, or uh, you know, it's uh, no, no, no. Agenda Twenty One. I think they call it. Okay. You know, it's part of Agenda Twenty One. Thinning the herd. Yes. Oh, this might go. Uh, even... But I did learn that you really want to check out the lining of your swimming suit so you don't get chafed knees. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is something. <laughs> I think uh, and Vaseline to unchafe your knees doesn't really work. No, no, <laughs> that is okay. not what they make Still Vaseline for. About that Vaseline on the tip, right? <laughs> dis- right. Well, the tip of the kneecap. Yes, the tip of and, the kneecap. And, and I was and I was yeah. polite enough Especially to. <laughs> I was polite enough to use a Q-tip. I did not just dip the tip into the jug of Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> and swirl the and swirl the bottle. There you go. You just take the the tub there. Yeah, the, the visual on that. Yeah. Just... <laughs> bad, bad, bad. That bad, is bad. not what the Flaming Lips were singing about. Um, <laughs> venison. <laughs> what did you learn? And then calling cops over. <laughs> venison. How about you? What did you learn? Well, I've learned that you love the taste of you know the taste of cell phones, especially salted. <laughs> there you go. I, I do uh, like to put salt in my food, and uh, in this case, I decided to uh, put it on my cell phone too. But, uh, yes. Uh, anyways, be sure to check out nhbradio.com uh, for all your internet radio uh, needs, and uh, be sure to follow uh, follow me on Twitter at Johnny Gators, at Venison eighty eight A if you want to follow him on the Twitters, and at uh, Brian Blues. Follow us all no, on Twitter. Not a on Twitter. It's just Venison 88. Oh, just Venison 88. No A on the Twitters. And then, Although when no you're a. on the Twitters, uh, one of the things what that I you do can next. learn, oh, possibly, <laughs> you might learn what Pokemon Go is all about because apparently it's taken over Twitter altogether. We might have to revisit this next week, find out more about I, it. I think so. Also, if you were following me on Twitter, uh, I did, after I made that awesome Metroid 2 theme uh, mix, I, I did uh, uh, tweet a link to download a copy of that. So uh, if you're not following me on Twitter, go follow me now and grab it. All right. Fantastic. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. Good night. All right. All right.